Boo y'all, this is Lacey K, and you are listening to a Paranormal Chicks. Paranormal Chicks. Sinister Sightings 20. Yes. And this pollen apocalypse <laughs> has taken over and I'm dying. And for once I feel great. Who we switched. Mm-hmm. You can have this back. I don't want it. It was like I just got over being sick and I was like, yeah, yeah, I feel good. Oh, hey pollen. <laughs> All right. Other than pollen, someone who doesn't sound like they're dying mm-hmm. is Lacey K. And y'all just heard her at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. And she is in the Creepinati, but she's not a beautiful creepster. However, she was donated or gifted. Yes. She was gifted the intro because someone didn't want to do it. So if you are in the Creepinati and you're like, I don't like my voice or like what how do you do this and you don't want to do it no shade to you but you can gift it to someone else Mm -hmm. and they can introduce us no harm no foul (laughs) but since Lacey did it we're going to start with a story from Lacey all right all right boo y'all it's me again back when I was a teenager we lived in this beautiful old house in Michigan From the moment I moved in it, it always gave me the creeps when looking into a dark room. Soon, I noticed there would be shadows, even in the dark. Sometimes, these shadows would look like they're peeking around the doorframe, and other times, just walking past. Nothing too alarming. The one time I was legit scared enough to drop what I was doing and run was the time I went to the basement to change my shoes. I sat down on the steps and out of the corner of my eye, I saw a tall shadow in what resembled a cowboy hat slowly bring the top half of his body out from around the corner, stare at me for about three seconds, and then slowly go back behind the doorframe. Absolutely not. It is still a vivid memory like I can remember being physically shaken, even though this occurred nearly 20 years ago. Till next time, Lacey K. Dang, I would... Have died. Oh, girl. One, you're a brave soul for going to put your shoes on in the basement. (laughs) Like, basements, again, for laundry and demons, and I don't want either. Right. Or Macaulay Culkin. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. Y'all, that furnace used to scare me, too. Scare the shit out of me. Hey, chicks. Fellow Spookerino here. When my daughter was born, we were living in an 1899 Brownstone Row home. My husband and I had some odd experiences, but nothing that made us feel uncomfortable in the house. As a baby, little girl transitioned well into sleeping alone in the crib in her nursery. Occasionally, we would hear things come through the baby monitor, but we assumed it was just different frequency being picked up from the neighbor's houses. Little girl always seemed to be a great sleeper who never really had any problems being alone in her room. So around her third birthday, we transitioned her into a toddler bed. That's when things suddenly started getting weird. In the mornings, we would try to open her bedroom door, but would end up knocking the poor kid in the head because she would be sleeping on the floor with her face pressed against the crack under the door. Oh my oh, gosh. Poor baby. 
She never cried or made a fuss, but finding her that way was unsettling, and we couldn't help but feel like she had been desperate to get out of there. We began leaving her door open after putting her to bed. Around 3 a.m. every night, she would very quietly and quickly run into our room and crawl into bed with us. When we asked her why she didn't want to sleep in her room anymore, she answered, The people who walk without using their feet. (gasps) What? We asked her why she hadn't called for us when the people came into her room. She said, If hear me, they see me. Uh -uh. Mm -mm. We made sure she never slept in that room again. Little girl is now six. And one year ago, we moved into a new home that was built in 1992. She assures us that she is no longer visited by the people who walk without using their feet, but she still prefers to sleep on the floor next to our bed, just in case. And we're totally okay with that. Thanks for letting me share. M. Oh my gosh. Bless it. I wonder if the bed was haunted. The toddler bed? Like that um, Mm, bunk bed that I covered? Maybe. But unless they took the bed with them to the new house. True. That was so good. That broke my heart. Oh, my gosh. Her laying there with the door closed like that, I legitimately almost cried. I know. Like, I had to take a minute. That that was sad. Yes. Oh, and scary. If mm-hmm. they hear me, they see me. Oh, fuck. One, she just wrote a plot to a great mm-hmm. horror movie, but whoa. All right, here's another one. This one is from Michelle. Okay, a little backstory first. I moved around a lot as a kid slash young adult, so I will try to be as clear and keep things as straight as possible. I'm going to write these in chronological order. All right, first, when I was in elementary school, my mom was getting her PhD from the University of Alabama, Roll Tide. Oh, God. So we lived with my grandparents, and she had an apartment in Alabama. During the week, she lived in Alabama and would come home to my grandparents' house on the weekends. During the summers when I was out of school, I would often go to Alabama with her. The apartment complex she lived in was made up of lots of smaller buildings. Each building had four apartments in it, two upstairs and two downstairs. The building my mom lived in was on a small grassy hill. Just beyond the hill was a parking lot, and just beyond the parking lot was a big drop with woods and a building that looked like an old burnt barn. One day, I was sitting on the hill facing the parking lot in the woods, playing, and then got up to go inside. I turned around, and when I did, I heard a horse galloping. And we were in the city. No way a horse was galloping. I turned back around to look at the woods, and I saw a see-through man and a Mm see-through horse. Nope. The man was wearing a Confederate soldier's uniform. What? And had a scared look on his face. I don't know why, but at the time, I didn't think this was weird or odd and didn't actually realize I had seen a ghost until years later when I started getting into the paranormal. Whoa. Also in elementary school, but in a different city, my grandparents moved into a house that gave me the heebie-jeebies in a big way. And at this point, we didn't live with them anymore. I never wanted to be alone in the house, and the air was always stagnant and heavy. It was also so much bigger on the inside than it looked on the outside, which always weirded me out. One afternoon when we came home from church, my grandmother went into the kitchen to start lunch. Just as she was about to turn on the stove, she noticed that someone had stuck cotton balls under the eyes of the stove. What? If she hadn't noticed, the house probably would have caught on fire. 
In this same house, we came home from night church one night, and there was a message on their answering machine. When they listened to the message, it was a younger-sounding girl asking to speak to someone, and she paused like she was listening for an answer, as if someone had picked up the phone and they were having a conversation. Not like you would leave a message on the answering machine. Yeah. I don't remember what she said, but then she starts quietly talking. Then she starts crying. Then she starts screaming bloody murder into the answering machine. Then the line goes dead. What? Holy fuck. In the house my mom lives in now, and I was in my late teens at this time, it was summer vacation and my mom was teaching classes, so I was home alone, sleeping late as one does during summer vacation. I was woken up by someone softly running their hand across my cheek. Mm -mm. I shot up in bed, but of course, no one was there. Oh, fuck no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. A few years ago, my husband and I were talking about buying a house, and I found an old Victorian house for sale that we both fell in love with, so we went for a viewing. It was me, my husband, his mom, and the realtor at the viewing. We were standing there just inside the front door, just chatting, and an inspector showed up. We all chatted for another minute, then the inspector went on his way to inspect things, and the rest of us went to look at the house. Once we were finished, we were standing downstairs chatting some more and heard heavy footsteps upstairs. We assumed it was the inspector until the inspector came around the house from the backyard. Mm -mm. We deduced that no one was upstairs, so we shouldn't be hearing footsteps. We ran upstairs to see, but of course, no one was there. No, I hope they didn't buy it. (laughs) In 2014... One of my best friends, whose nickname was Sweet Pea, this will be important later, died in a car accident. Gosh. It was one of the hardest things I have ever gone through, but she gives me signs that she's still around. The weekend that she died, on a Saturday, my mom and I were going down to New Orleans for the weekend, leaving on Friday, coming back on Sunday. Thursday, I was absolutely dreading making the trip down to New Orleans, which is odd because I love New Orleans. And I had been looking forward to this trip with my mom for months. But I seriously did not want to go. I decided I just wasn't going to say anything because I knew my mom was excited to go too. And we had bought kind of expensive tickets to an event. I got the call first thing Saturday morning that my friend had passed. Mm. So my mom and I headed straight home. I told my mom on the way home that I had been dreading this trip like I could sense something bad was going to happen. And she told me that she had felt the exact same way and didn't want to say anything. That's crazy. I've had two dreams about her. In one dream, pretty soon after she passed, I woke up in the dream to her floating above me. I told her that I missed her and she said she missed me too. In the other dream, we were back in high school and a big group of our friends were hanging out. All of a sudden, I got very sad and went and sat by myself and cried. My friend came over and sat with me and asked why I was sad. I told her, I just miss you so much. She hugged me and told me that she missed me too. Oh, gosh. Two years ago, I think on the anniversary of her death, I was at work at a photography studio. They had designed and printed invitations for all kinds of events. I shared a computer with another lady who would design a lot of the invitations. I had been out of the office for a while and she had been using the computer while I was gone. She had downloaded a bunch of different fonts for a project she was working on. 
and when I sat down at the computer after she had finished for the day, the internet browser she had been using to download the fonts was still open, and the last font she had downloaded was named Sweet Pea. Oh, And I totally know that font. Mm-hmm. Right before I got married, three friends and I went down to the coast for my bachelorette party. I don't really drink or party, though, so we went to have a nice meal and sleep in a fancy hotel room. <laughs> if my friend had been alive at the time, she would have been included in the party. As one friend and I were leaving the hotel to head home, a car was being pulled around by valet. The car's license plate said Sweet Pea. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. The house my husband and I live in now is haunted. So I guess they didn't get that haunted one, but they got another one. Right. Constellation Prize. What's behind door number three? I don't want to know. <laughs> right? All right. We believe that it is the man who built the house because he loved the house and we think he's just protecting it, which is fine. He's never scared us, and I've only seen him this one time. Picture it. When I'm laying in bed, on my left is an archway that leads to the bathroom. In the first room is the sinks on the left, and on the right is the door for the master closet. Straight ahead is a door for the bathroom. I'll draw a picture if necessary. No, I totally can mm-hmm. picture it. So I'm laying in bed reading one night, and I'm scared of the dark. No shame. Totally no shame. (laughs) So there is a nightlight by the sink and I also have my book light. My husband is dead asleep next to me. And all of a sudden, the energy in the room changes like lightning just struck inside the bedroom. Out of the corner of my eye, I see the silhouette of a man. Oh, my God. I almost did this. And then she said, insert queen reference here. Like, (laughs) literally, I took a breath to do it. And And then then I read read it. Yeah. So she saw the silhouette of a man walk through the closet door and over to the sink area. And I hear the things next to the sink being quietly moved around. Then, just as quickly as it started, the energy in the room went back to normal. That's the only time I've seen him, but we do often hear noises in our master closet. And that's where we think he lives. Oh, my God. Gosh. I would never go in that closet. be like, um, my closet is now like a suitcase. Um, isn't it always like a suitcase? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. I once dreamed a friend of mine was pregnant, so I jokingly texted her asking if she was pregnant. She had told me she had taken a pregnancy test that morning because she thought she might be. Mm, that's happened to me before. Yes. One time I had a dream that my friend Lacey, she already has three kids and I had a dream that she was pregnant with her fifth and I texted her I was like so I had a dream that you were pregnant with your fifth kid and she was like well I am pregnant and we haven't told anybody yet wow I think my mom she didn't have a dream but one of our friends Kayla was pregnant and she hadn't told anyone and only Tiffany knew and Tiffany is not like me she is a still trap Mm mm-hmm that girl, you could say the world's going to end in a week, and she ain't telling nobody. If Mm-mm. you say not to tell, she'll be like, all right. Mm-hmm. And she will not tell. Me, I'd be like, hold on, let me tweet it. Not really. I've gotten better, besides the live. I'm slowly <laughs> looking at her right now. <laughs> hmm. I mean, if you miss a live, you miss it because, whew, Donna goes rogue. Have, she goes, I goes rogue. I go, I goes rogue. That's what I said. I go rogue, and... I have, like, word vomit. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, so she came over, and 
mama said something like, are you pregnant? You're pregnant or whatever. And they're like, no, no. And I'm like, no, she's not, you know? Mm-hmm. And then like a week later she came out and told people and Tiffany was like, dude, your mama knew. Like, how'd she know? And like, Damn. Kayla didn't hang out with us really. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like she knew different mannerisms or yes. anything like that. I'm like, Damn, mama. Meanwhile, this is the lady who would read the same book, like, twice. Mm-hmm. At the very end, she'd be like, oh, I think I've read this before. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, I guess some people just have a gift. And mm-hmm. if you have a gift in another area, you got you to gotta be can't, real you can't bad. You perfect at everything. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. This is the last thing. My stepmom and I had a spooky weekend in NOLA at the beginning of last year. We stayed in a haunted hotel room. I guess I should say, that's New Orleans, if you're not from the South. We stayed in a haunted hotel room, ate at a ghost table at Muriel's, and went to the Voodoo Museum that is below Zach and Addie's apartment. Oh, my gosh. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And we covered that in an episode before, too. Before I went in, I cleaned out my purse and had no loose change in my purse. This will be important later. I love that she foreshadows the foreskin. Mm Mm-hmm. When you go into the museum, you can go upstairs into the apartment part, too, and they still have all the kitchen appliances from when they lived here, which we know, and that includes the oven and the fridge where he stored her body parts. Y'all, that story is so Mm -hmm. sad and, oh. On the stove, people have left money and cigarettes and other stuff as offerings. So my stepmom and I are upstairs for probably about 10 minutes or so, and we were probably at the museum for a total of an hour. But later that day, I was digging through my purse and I found a quarter in my purse. I did not bring any cash with me on this trip, so there was no way a quarter should have been in my purse. I don't know if a ghost stuck a quarter in my purse or what, but there should not have been a quarter in my purse. Damn. I didn't find their apartment scary, but the air was very stagnant and heavy feeling, which definitely gives the place a creepy vibe. Shit. Oh my gosh. And that that ghost said, here's a quarter. Mm-hmm. Call, Call someone, someone who, who cares. cares. <laughs> that is it. Thank you so much, Michelle. Those were so good. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to Michelle for introducing her sisters to our podcast. Mm-hmm. So we were at a local restaurant and, you know, eating our carbs. And we were talking about... I don't even remember, and I just mentioned, like, I told someone our podcast name, and so, I like, I said it out loud, and our sweet little waitress was like, wait, a paranormal chicks? So, she's like, wait, you're a paranormal chicks? And so, Carrie's like, yeah, we are, and she's like, you both are? And it was just so crazy, and we're like, what? Oh, my God, because she said, my sister listens to y'all, and we listen to y'all all the way to Atlanta, And I was like, God, I feel like I know this, but it's because it's Michelle's sister. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, do you know Michelle? And she's like, that's my sister. So Michelle, Mary, and Jen, thank y'all so much for being part of our Creepster fam Mm -hmm. and for sharing the love and all of that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This one is titled Ghost Baby. So I had my second son in May of 2017. When he was about six weeks old, some weird things started happening in our home. 
The first incident happened about 5 a.m. one morning. I was in the bathroom getting ready for work. I heard my son start screaming, so I ran to his room. As soon as I got to his door, the crying stopped, and I looked in his crib to find him sleeping peacefully. Uh Uh-uh. I stood there for a few seconds, but he was totally out. I figured he must have just had gas, so I went back to the bathroom and hopped in the shower, only to hear him start screaming again. Oh, my gosh. I rushed out, dripping soapy water everywhere, only to get to his door and have the crying stop again, and him still be sleeping peacefully. Oh, fuck. I chalked it up to being sleep-deprived until the next time it happened. This time, I was sound asleep in bed. I woke up to my son screaming and went to get out of bed. Then, I realized it didn't sound like my son. It was definitely a baby, just not my baby. I looked over his baby monitor, which lights up when it detects crying, and it wasn't lit up. Oh, God. I could hear the fan in the boy's room through it, but not the crying. The crying stopped when I went to check on my son, but both he and his brother were sleeping peacefully. My husband heard the crying as well, so I know it just wasn't my sleep-deprived mommy brain. (laughs) I heard the crying a few times since those first two, sometimes when I'm home alone. We lose an inordinate amount of pacifiers and find baby socks and shoes in really strange places. Oh, no, 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 no. We refer to whatever was making those noise as ghost baby. It definitely was the sound of a baby in distress, beyond just hungry or grumpy. Mm Mm-mm. My husband refused to let me have a reading done in the house because he says if they find anything, we'd have to move. Yeah. As far as I know, nothing tragic has ever happened in the home, and it's a fairly new home, 20-ish years old, and I don't think it's on any sacred ground or anything. Weird. Katie. Oh, my God. I don't want a baby, and I damn sure don't want no ghost baby. Look, a regular crying baby is enough. Yeah. When you got a fucking crying baby that's not even there, uh uh-uh. Like, how do you, like, calm it down? I guess you just got to get up. Seems to be all it took. That's crazy. Okay, this one, the title is When You Have a Ghost Rapping 90s Rap. Oh, shit. Yes. All right. Hey, ladies and podcast fam bam. (laughs) As promised from the watch party, I will tell you my ghost hunt with the killer EVP. I was in New Orleans for my friend's bachelorette party. Of course, as maid of honor, I planned the perfect weekend. Burlesque, awesome food, drinks, and of course, ghost hunts. After a weekend of booze and no regrets, we ended our last night doing a ghost hunt. We ended up going on an overnight tour. It went from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. And it was actually hosted in a voodoo priestess house. So here's the setting. We were given this address via email, and when we arrived at the house, completely dark, storm shutters closed, and it looked closed to the public. So, of course, I was freaking out, thinking I got the address wrong. Then, all of a sudden, this woman pops out of a dark side alley. Uh, vampire much? Mm-hmm. She asked if we're here for the tour. To be honest, if the other people that were going on the tour weren't there, I would have bolted, because it was literally... Just this random woman saying that she was the tour guide. Oh, my God. The other people of the group was a mom and her teenage daughter. The rest of the group was me and my two friends. The guide takes us through the dark alley to an open courtyard and explains that this is a safe zone for the spirits because the voodoo priestess has welcomed them. 
There is about five ghosts in there, but we're going to focus on three for my story. One ghost was a gentleman who enjoyed his ladies. Well, that was perfect for a bachelorette party. Mm -hmm. He was known for being the ladies' man in his life and enjoyed touching women. Okay. (laughs) All righty. Before being told this, my friend felt someone touch her butt. My other friend felt someone touch her arm. And the guy told us that the ghost hides in the bathroom. And before you go, you should say, I'm going, please leave. Otherwise, you could experience touching. Oh, my God. Look, if you're going to touch me in the bathroom, you better wipe my ass. I mean, or you better just touch it in the right spot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, needless to say, I went to the bathroom with my friend and made her stand in this half bath with me because I'd rather have her than a ghost. Anyway, TMI. But if he was there, he saw a show because this bathroom was tiny and my friend and I are large-sized pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can just picture, like, uh, excuse mm-hmm. me, uh, uh, hold on. You go over here. Look, step in the bathtub. Oh, wait, yeah. no, it's a half bath. Look, sit in yeah. the sink for a second. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sucking in. I'm sucking in. Go, go. <laughs> I mean, that's legit what it would be if being yes. scary. <laughs> Absolutely. The second ghost was a small girl. She was about six years old. We had dowsing rods because the child enjoyed playing with them. I was holding the rods and asked if she could cross them. They moved. Uh -uh. I swear I did not move them. They crossed. Then I asked if she could spin one completely around, and she did it. No, uh uh-uh. I felt the lightness while she was doing this. Pure joy. It was a beautiful experience. We passed the rods to the mother, and this is when the rods went crazy. They crossed. Both rods twisted around. The child spirit really enjoyed playing with the mom. Holy shit. That's sweet. I mean, scary as fuck. Yeah. Awesome as fuck, but sweet. That, oh, my God. Like, the mom, you know? Mm-hmm. The third ghost was named Philip. He is the one who's on the EVP, or so we think. He's a guy who passed away in his early 20s. We were told he really loves music, so we were singing and rapping. On the EVP, you can hear my friend talking, and at the tail end, you can clearly hear him say, Hotel Motel Holiday Inn. (gasps) I'd still get goosebumps when I hear this. Anyway, that's just half of what went down that night with the trip to NOLA. I'll have to send in more later. Love you, ladies. Stephanie. Holy shit. Girl! You know what makes that even crazier? What? This weekend when I was in New Orleans, mm-hmm. my nephew was like, well, where are we staying? And we were like, we've got a hotel. He was like, we got a hotel motel. And Co was like, hotel motel holiday in. And I was like, I don't know that song. Oh, my gosh. And, like, we sang it all weekend. And then she, like, played it for me. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that song. Yeah. I know that song. So we sang hotel motel holiday in the whole time we were in New Orleans. That? This past weekend. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish you could have seen my face when you said. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. And just so people know, like, we don't read these before. No. And I picked, like, I just go by dates. Mm-hmm. I compile them, and then we print them out. So, Carrie had no fucking clue. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Whoa. We're going to put that EVP in, like, right now. Kicked an old school hotel motel holiday. There you go. <laughs> 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 what? Whoa. 
wow, those were so great, y'all. Thank y'all so much for sending all those in. I hope you enjoyed the edition of the EVPs. <laughs> just the one. Just the one EVP in the story. That is crazy. Oh, my God. Just even how he says it, like, he's, like, unsure, but, like... It was, like, slow-mo. And he's trying to get it out, and it's like a mimic. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's wow. so crazy. Y'all just keep sending in these amazing stories. We love them so freaking much. Y'all kill it every time. Yes. Seriously, the Sinister Sightings episodes are the best ever. Mm-hmm. Because, one, we get to know y'all better. Mm-hmm. And y'all have some crazy experiences. And I don't have to have a ghost baby or anything, but I get to hear about them. Absolutely. And really love the scary, creepy kid stuff. Mm-hmm. Love that. And I know a lot of people have been sharing stuff on our in our group and those stories not everyone reads them and you know like facebook shit gets hid and everything Mm -hmm. else so if you have those stories and you've put them in there go ahead and email them too and we'll read them out here Mm -hmm. on the podcast absolutely Um, so yeah you can send those to us at aparanormalchicks at gmail.com go to our website which is aparanormalchicks.com and all the stuff, we want it all. Gimme, 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 more, more, more. And remember, creep it real and, and don't, don't get, get scared. scared.